4.15 on the Patrick Lally Show, Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, I'm very pleased to have a returning guest with us today, only this time in the studio. We were on location the last time Valerie Schoenwell was with us. We met downtown, and now Valerie is in the office here in the studio. She, of course, is with the Sioux Falls Human Relations Office, and uh, they've got some stuff coming up that's kind of interesting. We'll talk about it in a minute. But Valerie, when we last talked, you were new in the job. Now, how, how's the job treating you here? Good. Yeah, it's great. You have to tell the people, remind remind the people what the Human Relations Office is because everybody thinks it's where you go to find out uh, <laughs> if you can get a job with the city, right? right. Yeah, we're not human resources. Um, so we're like the civil rights office of the city of Sioux Falls. We take all the discrimination claims. Um, we also do fair housing, like telling people what their rights are for with issues with their landlords or whatever. So, like, somebody thinks that they got uh, uh, kicked out of their apartment because their landlord doesn't like whatever racial or ethnic minority they're with or right. disabled people who are, have disabilities. Yep. Then they come to you and say, hey. Yeah. And what can you do for them? And we can, um, we listen to their story, take down all the facts, and if they appear to have enough evidence that discrimination did happen, then we can file a complaint on their behalf. Yeah. And then we investigate that. And it's actually part of the, it's the Human Relations Office, but it's part of what part of city government? The, well, the Human Relations Commission is, um, it's a part of the city attorney's office. So we're just kind of a branch of the city attorneys who, we try to resolve things before it goes all the way to court. Yeah. So, so you you're you kind of look at these things and say, you know, this is not right or ah, you don't really have a case. That kind of thing. Um yeah, there are a number of possible outcomes. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. How have you uh so you just came into this job as the as the specialist. So you yep. talk to a lot of people on the front side. What's yep. that experience been like for you? What have you learned? Yeah, I, I get to see, I get to answer a lot of phone calls and have a lot of people walk in the office and I'm their first contact and listening to their stories can be uh, difficult, but it's great to meet people. Um, it's great to inform them of their rights. You know, I, we have like paperwork that we can give to people and I, I'm finally able to ans more, answer more questions on my own about what their rights are, but if it's a complicated legal question you know i have two attorneys in the office that mm -hmm. can help too i'm interested in the degree to which um as you go through this process because we've known each other for quite a while and you've taken over this job recently how well, how is your perspective on the city and just how things work has it changed in these early days um yeah i've realized how complicated it is and how many um like Every little step has to be followed. Every detail has to be paid attention mm -hmm. to. You have to be very careful with what you say. Um, and you want to help people to the best of your ability, but you also can't, you know, represent them. You're just making sure discrimination doesn't happen. Is there a lot of uh, 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 practices going on out there that you didn't realize, you didn't know about? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just generally, though, what it, what kinds of things? Give me. You don't have to obviously be specific about right. employers or anything, but like, tell us what kinds of things I would be surprised at. Uh, you would be surprised at how many landlords um, either do not know 
um, their responsibilities or or just openly take advantage of people, you know, and they know that they're not following the law and they still do it. So that's that's been shocking to me. Um, and I would say, like, companies not accommodating for disabilities has been surprising. I, I wasn't aware of how big of an issue. Like, over half of our open cases right now are discrimination based on disability. And that's both in employment and housing. So what kinds of things in terms of disabilities would, would a company run up against that maybe they wouldn't have thought of until they have a, an employee who has a need of one type or another? Or maybe they're just overlooking because of cost or what have you. But what sorts of things happen in the workplace that make it difficult for people with disabilities to work there? Right. So if they have, like, kind of a broad example, like if someone had <coughs> diabetes and they would need access to sugar if their blood le level dropped, or if they have mobility issues, they might need their workspace adjusted so that they can get in and out. Or, um, yeah, like with with assistance animals, we haven't seen that a whole lot in the workplace, mm -hmm. but we've seen it in housing where people will request them and the landlords say, well, no pets. Ah. And we have to say, well, it's not a pet. It's an actual, like, assistant. So that in that case, a landlord, I didn't know that. A landlord can't say you can't live here because of your... Right. Assistance animal of whatever type. Yep, and they can't charge a pet deposit. Like, it's it's confusing for people. They think if you have an animal, you have to pay a right. pet deposit. But well, I would think that. Mm -hmm. But know, it's I actually, like, uh, an assistance. Like, it's considered, like, a medical device. Like, it's something that's assisting with their disability. Oh, that's very interesting. Valerie Schoenwell, she is a specialist with the Human Relations Office in City Hall, part of the City Attorney's Office, and works with the Human Relations Commission. Not the employment part of City Hall, but the discrimination part of City Hall. So uh, we are getting updated on some stuff that's going on. Now, you, you have an event coming up that, uh, how do you describe it? Yeah, um, it's like a community meal and conversation. It was originally going to be a potluck but we changed it to just we will be providing the meal um <clears throat> we were at a an event at the Cayley library in august about hate crimes and peace and there was this um doctor who's a pra practicing muslim who talked about how he thinks that people are a lot more peaceful if they break bread together and they can understand each mm -hmm. other and so uh, we volunteered to host a meal and the mayor was like, yeah, let's do it in city hall. And people were like, yeah, I want to go to that. Mm -hmm. So made it happen. And so that's tomorrow at five thirty, and there will, it'll be, there'll be food provided and also like a panel of some community leaders who will talk about relevant issues. So this is right in city hall at ninth and main Dakota, Dakota, between Dakota and Maine. I always, yep getting backwards um i've lived here my whole life and i can't keep getting dakota <laughs> and maine backwards but uh uh so you come to city hall at 5 30 tomorrow yeah. you have to call ahead what do you got to do to make this happen we would prefer people call and let us know they're coming at just our human relations office 367-8745 367-8745 okay cool and so what who should come to this what sorts of folks do you want to show up tomorrow uh just Anyone interested in engaging with their community, maybe meeting someone new, 
uh, cares about issues and would like to have a conversation. I mean, pretty much anyone. Uh, and when you get there, they'll just be how long? Three hours? Five thirty? Eight thirty? Did you say? Uh, I don't. Till everybody we leaves. And <laughs> time, yeah. <laughs> Curfew? Uh, no. The uh, so five thirty it starts, and you can come and just meet people, and learn more about the the human relations office as well, right? Um. Yeah, I mean that's not really the goal. The, the at the at that ev event at the library, it was just such a like the room was packed and it was this really like positive energy of people like wanting to understand each other more and asking really great questions. And we were like, yeah, we want to make this kind of thing happen more. Like we want to have more of these meals together or community conversations or whatever. So you're hoping for. Um more of these types of events to just yeah because what what what's your goal in terms of like a week or two down the road from something like this what do you hope happens yeah i'm excited to see how it goes and see if it's something we want to make happen every few months um want to see if it's a good platform to raise issues you know because every everyone has an opinion about city hall and everyone has an opinion about how their community is functioning and it would be cool to be able to like listen to all of those and see if there are ways that we can respond. Do you think people in the community, whether they're employers, landlords or whomever, just have, uh, how much of it is, is misperception, uh, ignorance, uh, lack of understanding and how much of it is overt sort of, I don't want, those people living in my <laughs> apartment building or you know what i'm saying i'm not going to rent yeah, really i'm not going to rent to somebody who's disabled because i don't want to have to fix the bathroom you know what i mean I, yeah that's a really good question i don't have like a percentage no off the top of my head i would like to assume that most people are just ignorant or they just don't understand both what their responsibilities are or they don't understand how to interact with someone who's not someone they've been around their whole lives yeah a lot of what you do is trying to educate those folks too the landlords the employers yep and how to what the law is yeah and that's that's great so if you can do like a training and you can kind of stop it before it happens like let them know that what their responsibilities are most people aren't bad people right is that, is it, what what do you find right. this reaction when you get involved in these things well, it's a lot better to have a conversation before the issue arises. Like, after you've filed a complaint, you're basically formally letting them know that, you know, someone believes they've been racist or mm -hmm. discriminatory against something. And so they are usually defensive mm -hmm. and respond that, well, it was actually the other person causing the problems and... So it's just a really difficult process for everyone involved. Everyone's, you know, there's a lot of emotions and hurt feelings on both sides. And so I think like the education part of it is the most important that people can learn. Um, yeah, I think people are mostly good and don't want to hurt other people. And so they don't respond well when they have yeah. been accused of hurting right. someone. Right. Uh, Valerie Schoenwell, uh, she is a specialist with the Human Relations Office and the Human Relations uh, Commission at uh, City Hall. And the event is tomorrow, Wednesday, 530. 
it's a community conversation and uh, maybe some food. Yeah, it's not going to be a potluck anymore. So if people are planning, please don't bring food. <laughs> don't bring food. Just we show up and eat food. <laughs> no, it's going to be fine. 530 City Hall talking about issues facing our community. Valerie, thanks for uh, coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Eating breakfast.